Restaurant Unstoppable, episode 95. Welcome to RestaurantUnstoppable.com. Listen to successful restaurant professionals as they discuss the tools, tactics, and services they use to better lead, manage, and market their restaurants. Join our community and make your restaurant dreams unstoppable. Here's your host, Eric Cacciatore. Yo, what's going on, all you unstoppable restaurant professionals? You know who it is. The intro voiceover lady just told you. (laughs) Um, This is the podcast for personal growth in the restaurant industry. And uh, you know how we do it. We do it by taking the advice and listening to the stories of some of the industry's most successful restaurant professionals. So it's no secret that the holidays are here and everyone in the restaurant industry is pulling their hair out. Which is why... I'm probably going to lay off some of the interviews over the next couple of weeks. Um, I just don't feel right asking people to take the time out of their crazy schedules to be guests on the show. Uh, I can literally feel the steam coming out of their ears when I ask. And uh, so many people are just so grateful to contribute to this melting pot of mentors. I really want to respect your time during the holiday seasons. So I'm going to try to get creative, get some uh, great authorities on the show between now and after the holidays, uh, and maybe do some solo episodes myself until then too. Um, And I have a great story I want to share with you, which really put me uh, against myself. I had to make a tough decision uh, about what was right for my show and a lot of, in a lot of ways, this decision so parallels some of the decisions you have to make as a indie restaurant owner and with your marketing efforts and coming, you know, paying attention to how you come off online. So I'm going to tell a story, and then we're going to talk about how this decision uh, played such a vital role in my image as a podcaster, and if it was you in my situation how this decision would play such a huge role as a restaurant owner. So let me start with the story. Over the past, I'd say, three months, I've gotten a lot of traction with the show, and the numbers have really started to go up. Uh, And with all this extra attention, more and more people are, you know, blogging about it, sharing the content, and it's great. I couldn't be more grateful. But with a lot of this attention, people are, you know, just trying to help and everyone has the best intentions, but sometimes their best intentions aren't the best for me and what I'm trying to create here at Restaurant Unstoppable. So one of these examples, I woke up about a week and a half ago and I had 4,500 added Twitter followers. I mean, at first, I was like, whoa, is this how fast it happens when things start going good? But, you know, it was too good to be true. I knew it had to be too good to be true. And uh, my gut instinct was right. Um, I just didn't know how it happened. I started looking into some of my followers, and it was clear that these followers were just made-up uh, Twitter accounts. So I don't know what happened and where this went wrong. Um, I eventually found out, but for, like, a week... I was just kind of scratching my head, trying to figure out what to do. I can't make these people unfollow me. Like, it looks so sketchy. 
finally somebody came to me and they said, hey, uh, you may notice some extra Twitter followers. And this person happens to be a long friend, a longtime friend of mine, somebody who's doing great things with their life, extremely successful. And one of the things they got going on is they created a social media marketing company. And uh, he thought he would help me because he was so inspired with what I'm trying to do, get some extra Twitter followers to really help me get that leverage to get more guests on the show and to kind of seem like more of an authority. Um, this didn't sit right with me. And most people would be like, why, man? What, what's You should have taken those followers and ran. But I just, I preach so much on this show about what I'm learning from my incredible guest. And time and time again, um, from, from what my guests have told me and from reading the books my guests have suggested, so much of their success is contributed to just being real. So what we're going to talk about today is three reasons why I turned down 4,500 Twitter followers. And I think they're all pretty legit reasons. All right. So reason number one is simply you're only as good as your rapport. Um, You're only as good as what you make yourself to be in this world. And to, to really be successful as a restaurant owner or as a podcaster, you're only as good as your tribe, the people that follow you, whether they're your listeners or they're your employees or they're your guests. Uh, so when you're trying to do something great in your community, uh, your community being you know your brick and mortar uh, neighborhood, and I'm, my community being my listeners, I can't be fake because being fake, people see right through that. So the best way to build rapport is to gain trust and to just be real and be a good person. And you do that by just honoring your word and being authentic. And from the very beginning, I've been saying I'm here to tell a story or to tell the stories of you, the most successful restaurant professionals in the industry and to share what makes people successful. And I'm here as a student and what you see is what you get. So when, when you landed on my Twitter page and you see that I had 4,500 Twitter followers overnight, and if you were paying attention to me during that time and you saw that spike, you would have known that I was being fake. And how are you supposed to trust me when I say I'm here to serve you? You can't. That's, you're, I'm not sticking to my word. And that's just extremely dishonorable, fake, slimy twisted i don't know whatever you want to call it it's not me and i i had to do something about it uh they say you know during this the book of seven habits of highly effective people the third habit is put first things first and my first thing is to serve my listeners by giving them actionable advice from our industry's most successful professionals My priority is not to rack up as many Twitter followers as possible in the shortest amount of time. Uh, That's not going to work. It will happen with time, and it's only going to happen by working on setting up that rapport and that trust and just being authentic and sticking true to my story. And as restaurant owners, this is true to you, too. If you want to be successful as a restaurant owner and you want to create that brand and that image, you have to stick to your word as or your vision of what your restaurant is and who you say you are. So in a restaurant, be real, treat your employees right, treat your guests right, treat everyone you're associated with right. That is the best way you can market your restaurant. 
And this isn't my advice. This is the advice from all of my past guests. This is the sum of all the advice I've been collecting. Keep that in mind. Be transparent and honest with them because if they see through the, the crap that you put out there and you, you make them try to believe false things and they catch on to it, you're immediately going to lose that trust. And that's what I was afraid of. My trust, my relationship with my listeners is way too valuable. Um, no number of Twitter followers could put a price on that. And then I guess the other thing, I mean, why it was so tough for me, not only did I not, I not want to lose the listeners' trust, but I didn't want to disrespect the people that I have so much respect for in this industry by spoon-feeding them a bunch of BS. I couldn't do it. It wasn't inside of me. All right, so we're going to move on to the second reason why I turned down 4,500 Twitter followers. Shortcuts never lead to long-term success. Anything you do for a short gain has long-term disadvantages. Uh, And this is just one example. So how many people have heard about outsourcing their social media accounts? Uh, Basically, where you go to a third party, outside party, and you say, hey... This is too much. I just can't handle all this responsibility. You do it. And they create content for you. They promote your special events. They do Facebook posts, Twitter posts, whatever you want them to do. They, they do it for you. You can forget about social media. That can be really dangerous, and here's why. Um, social media is an extension of your authentic relationships with your guests, especially if you're an independently owned restaurant. Uh, I mean, what you want to do, really what you're doing is you're extending the best social media platform, which is your dining room, into a multimedia realm. So you're continuing the conversation. You're commenting on the fact that it's your, your favorite guest's son's birthday and wishing them a happy birthday. I mean, these are the things that you do to make it a real relationship, to be a real part of your community. And when you outsource this responsibility to somebody who isn't a part of your community, who doesn't go to the restaurant on a day-to-day basis, who doesn't know your guests authentically, how can they represent you in your restaurant to the fullest potential? Now, I'm not saying that all outsourcing for social media is bad, but never forget about it. I mean, you can definitely get some support and go to people for counsel and give them the content you want them to share, but don't forget about it. You know, sign on to your accounts and join in on the conversation. You can't always be there, and I get that, but but think of it as a delegation, not a automation, if that makes any sense. So, I mean, that's just one example, And, and I guess with Paying for Twitter followers, that's another thing, too. I mean, I didn't pay for my Twitter followers. Uh, The 4,500 that I magically got overnight, it was a a gift because somebody was inspired by what I was doing and they wanted to help. But some people will go out there and they'll pay for fake followers just because they want to look good on the surface. And I feel like that's a lot of what makes independently owned restaurants so great versus our counterparts are, are... commercial chains or corporations is we're not just trying to look great on the surface. We're not about our image. We're real. We show up every day. This is our blood, sweat, and tears. This is our passion, our desire manifested into reality. We're real. You need to be real. So don't buy your way out of situations and look for short-term gains because in the long run, 
you'll always come up short. Don't forget that. All this kind of reminds me of uh, Daniel Goleman's book, Social Intelligence. Uh, we as human beings are so so desperate for human interaction, real human relationships. It's that human relationship that has made us successful as a species, being able to be a part of a unit and work together to survive. It's literally, we, we have evolved to be hungry for social interaction. And part of that evolution is being able to tell when something is a real relationship or a fake relationship. That is called social intelligence. That is when you can look at somebody, ask them a question, they tell you one thing, but their face says something else. People know when you're feeding them a load of bullshit. Don't forget it. If you want to learn more about social intelligence, uh, Daniel Goleman's book, Social Intelligence, it's awesome. It's going to make you totally just rethink about how everybody reacts and why we treat each other the way we do. It's really cool. Okay, back to the point I'm trying to make. Seriously, I'd rather have 500 Twitter followers and have every one of those people who's following me have a, have it be a real connection. Somebody who I care about as a follower and someone who finds value in my content, I, would, I wouldn't trade that for a million Twitter followers. It's just, it's not real. So, seriously, yeah. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. I'm moving on to the next one, I promise. The third and final reason why I decided to say no thank you to 4,500 Twitter followers overnight, self-doubt. I could not live with myself. I felt so incredibly fake and useless and just blah. It was awful. I literally lost sleep over this situation. Um, I pride myself in my authenticity and being true to my mission I have a definite purpose with this podcast, and it is to be an authentic student looking to learn from the best and to share what I'm learning with people out there who want to advance in their career or get their careers off in the right start, to turn dreams into realities. It's a melting pot of mentors. It's people binding together for the greater cause to help support small business restaurants by sharing knowledge. I think it's pretty awesome, but what can I say? I'm a little biased. <laughs> and to just blatantly try to come off as somebody who had way more presence in the world than they actually did, it just made me feel so incredibly inauthentic and just worthless. When you're trying to create something, uh, something great, something greater than you, something that can help thousands of people, and you're truly passionate about your cause and doing it the right way, when you try to be sneaky and take back doors, not even that I was trying, it's the fact that I knew it wasn't real. Man, if you want to do something great, you need to, to get people on board. But the first person you need to get on board, if you're really trying to make a movement happen, is yourself. And that just got me right off board. My true self, my real person, the person inside of Eric, the, the little voice in my head jumped right off the freaking train and said, dude, what the Christ, man? This isn't you. What are you doing? And as soon as I got off board, I just didn't feel right about anything. It, it just ruined me. It, it was awful. But I mean, the moral is if you want to do the right thing, and if you want to be great, and, and like I said, start a movement, 
you have to be the first person on board. If you're not on board, if you don't believe in what you're doing, then nobody else will believe you. You have to convince yourself first. And this is the truth for a restaurant too. If you have an incredible idea for a restaurant and you're just so incredibly passionate about starting a restaurant that can do incredible things in your community, if you want to get your employees on board, if you want to get your staff on board and just major community members on board about what you're trying to do for your community by putting an incredible restaurant there, you need to be on board first. You need to convince yourself that what what you're doing is noble, just, and just going to knock the socks off everybody who walks in that front door. And uh, as soon as you lose yourself, if as soon as you get off board, man, you lead by example and everything falls apart from there. So there you have it. Those are the three reasons why I said thanks, but no thanks to 4,500 Twitter followers. Um, it just didn't sit right with me. And uh, you, my listeners, mean way more than numbers to me. Uh, I'm not here. I don't exist to get rich off my Twitter following. I'm here because there was a need for an audio resource to help share great ideas and to share what works and to go someplace where you can listen to those who are just amazingly successful in the restaurant industry and grow from their mentorship. That's what Restaurant Unstoppable is all about. Um, It's not superficial. We're not about the numbers. We're about impact and just being real. So... Um, that's all I wanted to share today. It's a short one. I bet you guys don't mind. It's good when they, they get out and over fast. Um, if you'd like to comment on this episode, feel free to, you can go to the website, www.restaurantunstoppable.com. Uh, let me know what you think. Um, what are your thoughts on today's subject? Have you experienced something similar to this where you had, uh, an opportunity to get a short gain but decided that that wasn't right for you and you want to do it the good old-fashioned, uh, you know, hard work, just grit and, you know, do it right. Uh, just share the story with me. That would be great. Um, also, I mean, I really do think we can get to those numbers. I think we can do it. But it all starts with you guys sharing this content and supporting me. Uh, and the best way to support me is to just spread the word. And if you know anybody who could benefit from the stories of these incredible mentors uh, or just some of this great advice on marketing and leadership and management, share the love. It's that easy. Before I let you go, just a quick reminder. I did mention a few books in this episode, uh, seven habits of highly effective people, an incredible book for anybody who looks to be a leader and do great things in their life. And, uh, social intelligence, another great book. Uh, if you're going to be in this industry working with people, you need to know people and social intelligence is a huge part of being successful especially in the restaurant industry, which is known for being so socially driven. And uh, also, I mean, you can get these books uh, for free, guys, in audio version, mind you, uh, at audibletrial.com slash unstoppable. Uh, It's a 30-day trial. You get one free book. If you are one of those people that say, I would read more if I only had the time, Audible books, they make it possible for you to read or absorb content and learn while you're doing literally almost anything. You can be in the shower listening to an audiobook. You can be driving your car, doing prep work in the morning, closing up at night. You always have an opportunity to be learning now. Uh, so 
take advantage of it. Lastly, five-star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. I don't know what platforms you're using, but if you're on either of those platforms, uh, just take the extra minute to help a brother out because those reviews go so far with helping get noticed. If you did notice that huge Twitter spike in that following and you thought to yourself, what the Christ, dude, uh, I apologize. I really did not mean for that to happen. And um, if it made me look fake, please believe that it was a friend just trying to get behind what I'm trying to create for you guys out there. And uh, they truly thought they were helping. And uh, to that friend, thank you for trying to help. Really, I really do appreciate everything you're trying to do for me. Uh, it's it's so rewarding and uh, the gratitude that I have for people out there trying to support me. Uh, just I can't put words to it. Uh, it really just fills me with joy. With that said, until next time, peace out.